Hi, welcome to episode 3 of DLR by the Vestal Woman. My name is Adesi Unsirin. Today, I'm going to be talking about the science of multitasking. I'll say it again, the science of multitasking. I'm going to break down the theories and myths that surround multitasking and I'll tell you how I applied it and I'm still applying it really in my business and my everyday activities. So just sit back and make sure your headphones are plugged in because this is going to be a great expose. Don't go away. Today, I'm hungry and I'm ready for change. I run too far to still be the same See who I was, I give him away Today, today No longer bound by what people say I know that I will make mistakes I fall but I refuse to stay Today Okay, in order to be versatile, you have to master the science of multitasking Multitasking is a word that almost everyone knows is something that almost all of us do but are we taking full advantage of it first of let me define the word multitasking multitasking is the ability to be able to perform more than one task at the same time i'll say it again multitasking is the ability to be able to perform more than one task at the same time but you may ask, why multitask? Is it not better to focus on one task and move to the other? After all, scientists have said, have said that multitasking is not for humans, that humans perform better when they focus on one task, that computers are actually what are meant to multitask. But I say no. First off, my go-to uh, motto is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it's very possible if you master the science of multitasking. When you do, trust me, you'll be able to achieve a whole lot in a period of 24 hours, 7 days a week, 30 days a month, and 365 days a year. So in the beginning, okay, I actually thought I had mastered multitasking. Like, I'm a wife. I have two children. I run at least five different businesses at the same time. So I felt I was doing okay. But at some point... I began to become overwhelmed, especially when my second child began schooling. I remember breaking down physically and mentally. Like, I'll actually cry. Sometimes I'll just cry. (laughs) And I remember having a whole lot of migraines because it affected my health. I felt that I was multitasking, but I was just jumbling and rolling through the day. And then when asked, especially by my husband, if he could help, I'll be like, no, because something in me, I don't know what it was, told me that if I wasn't able to perform my responsibilities, it made it was like I was weak, but I was wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay, I'll outline why I actually felt overwhelmed. Okay, when my daughter started schooling, my second child, I used to wake up by 4.30 a.m. I would bathe them, get their uniforms ready, iron them in the morning, prepare food for them because their school required that they bring fresh meals to school per day, prepare their feeding, fill up their water bottles, then clean them up, you know, make her hair okay, pull my son's hair, make sure his shoes are polished, pack up their backpacks, school run and back. Not that my husband wasn't able to help, but his job usually required that 
he will be out for a period of weeks to months sometimes and I found that I was mostly alone doing all this. I would drop them in school, handle some business activities, come home, clean up, arrange the house, still handle some business activities before I go back, pick them up, come back, we do our assignments, we bathe. By the time the day was out, I'll be totally exhausted and fagged out. But I'll feel like I haven't done anything for the day because my business was actually suffering. So I was like, what is all this? It was really, really a trying period for me. In fact, I became cranky and irritable. I wasn't happy and I had to sit back and reevaluate myself and say, but I'm multitasking. I'm supposed to like achieve a lot in a day, but I'm not achieving. Some activities are suffering more than the others. And there's no other way I could say, I'll say like, okay, I'll only focus on one thing. The other things will suffer. I won't do any other thing. I'll just become, you know, like a robot. So I said, no, no, no. I have to stick to um, master this science behind multitasking. So I went, I did a lot of reading and I began to gradually, gradually, gradually achieve. And here I am today. I'd like to think that I'm doing okay, much better now. So I'd like to talk about a few things that I did to get to the point to the point I am in right now. Today I'll just talk about two things that helped me to master the science of multitasking. The first one I'll talk about is planning ahead. Yes, a lot of us know that thing. Proper planning prevents poor performance. It is true. It is very true. I'll use my children as an example. Like I told you, I used to wake up by 4.30 a.m. and start doing all the ironing and food preparation and all. But what I started doing was the night before, I'll iron their uniforms. I'll make sure their shoes are polished. I'll iron their um, pocket squares. I'll make sure their backpacks are set and by the door, like by the door. Then the weekend before, I would do a proper meal prep for the whole week, Monday to Friday. So when I wake up in the morning, I'll just, I'm not cooking afresh. I'm just warming their food. The only thing that I'll probably cook afresh will be just fries. But I'll just warm and put it in their um, food flats and I'll be ready. In fact, I stopped waking up by 4.30 a.m. I started waking up by 5.30 a.m. Because in 30 minutes, I was usually ready and would be out of the house before 6. By the time I achieved that, I got a lot of space because I was able to um, to get one hour of sleep. So instead of waking up by 4.30am, I started waking up by 5.30am. That helped the migraine a lot. <laughs> that helped the migraine a lot. So all this was by proper planning. The meal prep a week ahead, the clothing and the shoes and the bags by the door the night before. Then that side was just smooth flowing, smooth flowing, smooth flowing. This is something we can apply to our activities. Let's say you're working in an office. Before you close for the night, you get the uh, you get the activities you're supposed to do before um, the following day, like lying down. You make sure maybe your table is clean and ready. Then you know your plan for the week. You make you just you know, you know do like a base of what you're going to do the following day. So when you come in the morning, things just moves on and smooth move smoothly. That's it for planning. The next thing I um, mastered was prioritization. Very important. Not all tasks are important as others. You have to find out the one that is most important and put it at the top. 
Then sometimes the ones that are most important can wait because some tasks take longer than the others. That's where you're now putting other um, little, little tasks that take a shorter period of time. But you must prioritize your tasks. If not, the most important tasks can suffer, can suffer, can suffer, can suffer. I'll break this down in the next podcast because if I talk about it, it's like basically take the whole day. But so far, I hope you've um, learned and gathered a lot. In the next podcast, I'll talk about the other steps I took towards mastering the science of multitasking. So what do you think? Should we multitask or should we focus on one activity at a time? Do you think the scientists are right that multitasking should be left for computers alone? I'd really love to hear your opinion because everything I've discussed is my opinion. You could drop a voice note for me on Anchor FM or send a message to my private box, quiet underscore soul 45 at yahoo.com. I'll say it again, quiet underscore soul 45 at yahoo.com. You could also send a private message to me on Instagram at Adaz Journey. At Adaz Journey. I'll spell it out at A-D-A-S underscore journey. I'll say it again, at A-D-A-S underscore journey. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Adiz Insirim and I am the Vestal Woman.